0: City of Heroes Podcast, Episode 8. Welcome to the City of Heroes Podcast, a resource for the casual heroes gamer.
1: Your hosts, Chuch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH,
0: as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the City of Heroes podcast. I'm Chooch,
1: and I'm Viv,
0: and we are the co-hosts, as you will have heard in the new and improved intro. So I think that Viv has been in more episodes now than she hasn't. We've surpassed the number of just me episodes to be us episodes. I thought it was, well, time to change the intro to reflect that we we're both hosts.
1: I don't even want to have to tell you guys how much influence I had to bribe Chooch to get my name up in the front of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bribery.
0: Mm. So anyways, it was uh, seemed to be a good time to redo uh, intro recording because we got some new equipment in the studio.
1: Yes. Merry Christmas. Yes.
0: Santa was very good to us. Yes. So we have some new gear. Hopefully it'll sound cleaner.
1: Please, Lord, let it sound clearer.
0: And no more little weird, crinkly, staticky sounds every now and then, which the old board was doing.
1: I called them fart sounds. I don't know what you guys thought of it, but I just thought they were fart sounds. They were awful.
0: I tried to minimize them where I could when they popped up right in the middle. There was no way to tell while we were recording when it was going to happen.
1: Right, because nothing was, happened. Yeah. It just showed up on the recording.
0: So. Um, We're sorry
1: for that, by the way. Yeah.
0: And through some tests, we know that it no longer is there. Yay. So.
1: Money well spent. Any
0: fart sounds will be natural.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. And there's your warning. Yeah. Just be I'm glad truthful. that you don't get the sense, too, folks.
0: <laughs> and one other piece of news. Uh, I went ahead and registered an actual domain name. So instead of com, you can now find us at cohpodcast.com. com will keep working for a while to give people a chance to update. Mm-hmm. But um, so in the episode, I still make references to com.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so just know that they both work. And, and from now on, we'll only refer to cohpodcast.com.
1: Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a home. Our very own home, not shared with other stuffs. (laughs) So we wanted to remind everybody that on July 6th, the winter event ends. At least that's how it's listed on the announcement page. Mm -hmm. It says January 6th with an asterisk on it. And from what I'm guessing that means is that since January 6th is a Sunday, Mm -hmm. that that is an implication that that's the last full day of the event. And that Monday morning maintenance on january 7th will probably be when they actually take it down yeah that's me speculating because i couldn't find that defined specifically anywhere on the forums
0: yeah they usually do those changes during a maintenance absolutely don't normally do maintenance on sundays right that makes sense
1: so that's what i'm guessing that little asterisk means so what that means is get out there get your badges get your candy canes get them turned in Mm -hmm. because the candy keepers in pocket d and i'm is not in Pocket D, but is actually in the Ski Chalet, which is going to be, I believe it's going to be off limits after they, after they end it. I'm right. not finding a lot of information on that. So I would get all of that done. Get your badges, get your presents, get your candy canes, get your toy collector badge, all of that yeah. stuff before then. And one trick that I did last winter event mm-hmm. was, you know, you get these trays of presents and you don't know which ones they are. Is it Snowball? Is it... Um, gift of energy is it? Gift of life? What is it? You don't know. You can't tell because it's just a present. Right. When you dump them into your inspiration storage collectors in the bases, it sorts them by type. Yeah. So what we did last winter event and what we're doing this winter event is we're just piling them in, piling them in there. They sort, and then they stay in that order, Mm -hmm. unless you take them out and move them around.
0: They stack, so you'll see.
1: So all the gift of energies will be in one grouping, and then all of the gift of life will be in one grouping. Mm -hmm. And then you can just, what we did was, okay, this is the order that they're in the storage collector, the inspiration storage. And then just take them out in that order, and then click them, one, two, three, four, whatever, however many types you have. you got
0: to burn one to find out what it is. You have to burn one.
1: But then you just make a master list. Mm-hmm. And so you always know the first one in the storage is gift of life. And so mm-hmm. when you need it, it's always there. Right. So that was one little trick that we found. And it was really the only way we could tell them apart. Because mm-hmm. you burn a lot of them trying to find what you need. If you're out of endurance and you're full health and you're burning the gift of life, well, that's just, that's just a sad waste. <laughs> so that's our trick on that. So good luck with all that, getting your badges and getting all your candy canes and getting all your temp powers mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff.
0: And you'll want to, um, if possible, save up those candy canes for the 6th and renew some of those temp powers. Right. Since they have a real-time timer and they're gone in 12 days or whatever, you can get a new self-res and a new golden rings.
1: And jingle jet.
0: To maximize the time that you'll have to use them. In this episode, we have very little news. We kind of skipped what would be the news episode. For the week because absolutely nothing was going on through the holidays.
1: There was a lot of chatter, mm-hmm. conversation on the forums, but not a lot of facts or details.
0: Yeah, nothing really. Lots of
1: fun, interesting stuff to read, as always. Lots of conflict, lots of disagreement <laughs> on concepts, but not a lot of news from the red names. Mm-hmm. So what it boiled, boiled down to for me was the biggest thing that I saw, which I think I commented on before, which was the... Immediate speculation as to what goodies are going to be in I-12. And I, yeah. And so uh, it seems that the conversation, the speculation has gone to I-12 is not going to have that much really great big stuff, okay. like we saw with I-11, mm-hmm. that we should expect something big in I-13. It sounds like I-12 is going to have, obviously, some stuff, but mm-hmm. not anything major. I-13 from the speculation, again, on the boards, is going to be the big ooh-la-la la, kind of thing. Oh, okay. The, the um, most interesting thing that I did see in the conversation with this thread that was going on, um, and the thread is titled Issue 12 with a Whisper, Issue 13 with a Bang. Mm. And the only thing that I – I mean, I didn't read through it all because there were pages and pages and pages and pages. But sure. But Positron, lead designer, actually replied to this thread with a post – and says, I guess I can't get into trouble for telling you that the V-E-A-T, which is the villain epic archetype. Right. Now we have the hero epic archetype, which is the Keldian the form. Of course, villains don't have that yet, and right. they deserve it. So what he says is that he can't get in trouble for telling you what the V-E-A-T is not. It's not Keldian slash Warshade slash Nictus slash Peacebringer. It's not villain, which I think... Avian is what I think they were going for on that.
0: I did a couple Google searches to look up Avillian because I hadn't heard that before. And I didn't like right? Well, I didn't know if it was villain-specific, so it's just something I hadn't heard of. But I looked through kind of like for terms for COH plus Avillian, mm-hmm. and it first popped up a correction with um, Avillian on O-N. Mm-hmm. Which is like the hollow bird-like bone kind of thing. Yeah, but neither of them really came up with any City of Heroes hits. Right. So I don't know what it was.
1: Well, and it says avilian, A-V-I-L-I-A-N, which made me think avian, which made me think bird. In parentheses after that, he says, this is off the table forever for either side. So So, whatever it is, it's not something that exists in game. So who cares? (laughs) Um, It is also not Coralax, Mm -hmm. which is a villain, something you see on villain side. I've never seen hero side, not even in like the special missions. Maybe it's something we'll see in Ouroboros, maybe, but not anything that I've seen in content hero side yet, Mm -hmm. only in my little bit of play in, in COV side. It is not blood of the black stream. It is not incarnates, and it is not anything to do with the, quote, coming storm,
0: Which is what they allude to in the Ouroboros missions. Exactly.
1: Um, Oh, let's see. Oh, and back to the original topic. Marcion is pretty perceptive about us needing, quote, ramp-up time for I-12. I-12 was planned before the acquisition, and the staffing up takes months, by which time I-12 will mostly be done. That's not to say that we don't know that I-12 will be scrutinized as closely. It will, so we are trying to cram as much as we can into the issue with what we have, so it sounds like he's kind of admitting that I-12 isn't going to be huge, which is fine. I mean, I-11 was really big with the Ouroboros content, as right. well as the new Willpower and Dual Blades. Oh, yeah. yeah so, the new power sets. Right. That was big. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with I-12 being smaller, and I'm fine with them just fixing some bugs that we've found so far.
0: Well, there's been lingering bugs for the yeah. last several issues. Right. And they all seem to eventually get fixed.
1: Yeah. I'm liking the new Defiance Mm -hmm. with my blaster. I'm liking that I don't pay any attention at all to this, you know, with the Defiance bar being gone. Right. So that was really all that caught my eye on the news. Just that one little nugget about Mm -hmm. I-12, I-13, and really not much news there. Sort of confirmation I-12 isn't going to be big. And he told us what VEATs were not going to be. Right. Which is cool. I mean, that ended a yeah. lot of speculation that was going on.
0: Well, since there wasn't really any news, we thought we would go ahead and do a faction. Since we mentioned at the last episode that some people liked it, and we liked it, and and if there was time, we would do it. And we figured the natural faction to do would be those associated with the winter event. Yes. The Winter Horde.
1: The Winter Horde, the Red Caps, the Tuatha. There's, you know, a couple different ones, actually, in the Baby New Year mission. Mm-hmm. So, the primary goal is to rescue Baby New Year, of course, in the Winter Event mission that you get in Pocket D from Father Time. Right. And... In order to rescue Baby New Year, you, of course, have to defeat Snaptooth. Yes. And Snaptooth is actually an elite boss for the Red Caps. Mm -hmm. We actually came across him last winter event, the 2006 winter event. Right. And also in the 2006 Valentine's Day event. Yeah. So he was in those missions that we got from DJ Zero in, in Pocket D. So we've seen him before. If you've been playing since February or before, you know him. And um, he's a particularly nasty redcap that takes even more glee, and I'm getting this from Paragon Wiki, which I'm (laughs) guessing gets it from City of Heroes site. Probably. So Snaptooth is a particularly nasty redcap that takes even more glee in torment and suffering than the rest of his kin. Clever and devious, he has found a way to hop across dimensions using the fairy rings in Croatoa. Now he can bring his wicked games anywhere he pleases. Now, you do get a special badge for defeating him, as we mentioned before. For defeating Snaptooth five times, you get the Toothbreaker badge. Mm. And from what I'm reading, it seems that if you defeated him three times during the Valentine's event, and you take that same character and defeat him two times, that you'll get the Toothbreaker badge. It's cumulative. Right. From what I'm researching. That's not definite. I haven't tested it but I'm thinking that that's what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Another faction that you see during the winter event is the winter horde. And you'll see the winter horde either in this, it looks like seven city zones, not all city zones. Like we first thought, right? It, now, going from Paragon Wiki, it lists seven heroes side and seven villain side as having mm-hmm. the presence to open. I know that there weren't any in Croatoa because I was in there hunting ghosts today. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it is not in all the zones like we first thought. So, right. anyways, the Winter Horde you'll see when you click on the presence, and you'll spawn if you're naughty, of course, as we've said before, and as I'm sure you've experienced, you'll spawn Winter Horde. Mm hmm. And Paragon Wiki describes them as an enemy group in City of Heroes and City of Villains. This horde of ice beasts cannot be found in any outdoor zones nor during missions and only spawns during special events, at least so far. There is no official background about this group at this time. And there's enemy types. Of course, the minions are frostlings, a small creature made up of snow and malice. Frostlings are the weakest servants of the Winter Lord. The lieutenants are called Blight. A Blight is a Frostling that has served the Winter Lord long and successfully enough to be granted additional power.
0: In a little picture, the Blight looks like yellow snow, so he's not a happy I snowman. I know, he's
1: really not, he's done been peed on. <laughs> now bosses are the Snow Beasts, and Snow Beasts are the most powerful creatures in service to the Winter Lord. They desire nothing more than to freeze everything that they come into contact with. And then we have the Winter Lord, a giant monster. This is a manifestation of the Winter Lord. He's a creature of ancient power that wishes to bring eternal winter to the land. If he's ever allowed a permanent foothold in our world, endless night will fall. (laughs) And the Winter Guard and the Winter Lord are the named enemies that you'll find. Of course, Winter Lord you'll find in city zones. When Mm -hmm. you have six or more on your team and you open a present, you get that risk of spawning a Winter Lord. You also get the Winter Guard... And kind of a minor Winter Lord in the Baby New Year missions. Right. So if you take out a, a Winter Lord in the Baby New Year mission, that's not the Winter Lord batch. Yeah. Another faction you'll run into during the winter event are the Tuatha de Danon.
0: The Wookiees. The
1: Wookiees. There's really <laughs> not much information on them. They're native to the Croatoa area. And that's about it. There's not a lot there. We do call them Wookiees. hmm <laughs> They sound like wookies. they look like wookies, except for the antlers. Yeah, well. Yeah, but close enough. Now the minions are called warriors. The warriors are the frontline troops of the Tuatha de Danon. They are relentless in their efforts to keep down their ancient enemies, the Firbolg. Those are the pumpkin heads running around, Kroto. Mm-hmm. Lieutenants are called champion. The champions of the Tuatha de Danon are big, bulky brutes, capable of tearing most people in half. They have distinguished themselves by acts of great strength and courage, and many of the Tuatha look at them as leaders. And then we have Bres, B-R-E-S, the Tuatha leaders, the bosses, the big bad Bres. Mm-hmm. The original Bres was a hero of the Tuatha de Danon. Here in Croatoa, many of the creatures have earned the right to carry his name. They lead their fellow creatures in the effort to wipe out the Bulk. Related badge is the Bane of Danon for defeating 333 Tuatha to Danon. It's
0: a very strange number. Well, Usually there are 100, 500, 1,000, uh, 10,000.
1: Reaching back really far into my memory, I want to say that it used to be 666, and it was too hard and too unattainable. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Rikty Monkeys number used to be. Yeah, 10,000. But... Um, I could have just made that up or imagined it or just lied to everybody. <laughs> but in my mind, I want to say that it used to be 666, kind of to go along with the whole Halloween witchy yeah. thing, but that they cut it down. And then, of course, the Red Caps are also a part of the winter event, and mm-hmm. you will also see them in the Baby New Year mission.
0: The lawn Gnomes.
1: Right. And this, these are the other levels other than Snaptooth. And this is, again, from Paragon Wiki. There's no official background of this group at this time either. But the minions are called rascals. These murderous creatures were feared by all in centuries past, but recently their existence has been dismissed as a myth. In fact, the red caps are quite real, and they enjoy nothing better than tormenting the various people they have trapped in Mm. Croatoa. Then you have the lieutenants. The hooligans have distinguished themselves among their brethren by their acts of shocking cruelty. It's not uncommon to see a helpless villager beast being tormented by a happy hooligan. In fact, They like no sound better than the sound of tears. And then you have boss levels. You have fiends, the biggest and most dangerous of the redcaps. The fiends are no one to be trifled with. Fiends are known for sharpening their teeth on the bones of their victims, and that is by no means their most repugnant quality. And then, of course, there's Snaptooth, which we already discussed. Now, the one thing I do want to add, they they give these long, lengthy descriptions. They list every attack Mm -hmm. that each level can give, you know, what the hooligans can do and what the, you know, winter lords can do and stuff like that. I don't...
0: Well, real quick, they're pretty much all melee. There's a few that shoot bows and arrows, but they're pretty much melee with little dagger attacks. So, that kind of sums them up.
1: Right. And when we do these faction reports, we could go into very specific detail about the four or five different attacks that each and every level of each and every faction does you find out really quickly what they do Mm -hmm. but the only one that i really wanted to read was the one there's one power for (laughs) Snaptooth, and it's the one that we always get the biggest comment on Mm -hmm. when we are doing the mission and it's his one power which is called gnome toss yes (laughs) and it's a range damage over time smash plus fire it's a it's a debuff on perception and accuracy. And basically, there is a red cap on your shoulders beating you on the head and poking you in the <laughs> eyes. And yes. it's so funny to watch because he literally <laughs> reaches down to the ground, pulls a gnome out of the ground, and throws it at you. And then you've got this little thing on your head. And yep. it's so funny.
0: Pound it on your head with a hammer. I and... know.
1: <laughs> Apparently. Poking you in the eyes. Yes, I great. never noticed the eye poking before. I just <laughs> noticed the hammer. And you actually see that in other red cap missions also mm-hmm. in Kurotoa. I had just never seen it, you know, named anything such as gnome toss. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, there are two badges associated with the red caps. One of them is the cap buster for defeating 333 red caps,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and also the tooth breaker badge, which we mentioned earlier for defeating Snaptooth five times. So that's pretty much it from what I can remember for the factions that you run into during winter event. Yeah. And hopefully that gives you a little bit more enjoyment in the next, what do we have, seven days of winter event?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's going maybe to do a close. S-
1: yeah, maybe six before we get, after we get this posted.
0: And then, of course, we'll see the uh, Snaptooth Redcaps and Wookiees when we come back to the Valentines in February.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to do the exact same event like they did last. It seems like that that's what they'll do. Maybe right. add a new twist to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe get... Little instead of earning candy canes we'll learn conversation hearts or chocolate right. truffles or something. I don't know. Roses or something. <laughs> oh, nothing too mushy for the you know, the younger <laughs> set playing the game.
0: I well, know in World of Warcraft last year you would get these uh little chocolates, assorted chocolates. Oh yeah. And the different chocolates would give you different buffs.
1: Oh nice. So one would
0: buff accuracy, one would defense, that kind of thing. Kind of like
1: the presents that we're getting right now. hmm Cool.
0: So that's our faction spotlight. You said... It's a very short episode, since there wasn't much news.
1: We're hoping there'll be some more news after the holiday. Right now, there's just nothing but crickets on the forum and Mm -hmm. lots of speculation, so we'll be watching that, and I think next episode we're going to be covering...
0: Third-party add-ons.
1: Oh, that'll be cool.
0: Yeah. There's lots of great programs out there that really add to the enjoyment of the game. Absolutely. And as always, if there's a topic you'd like us to cover, you can give us a call at Two zero six three three eight two nine one one, or send an email to cohpodcast at gmail.com
1: or you can leave a comment at
0: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> cohpodcast.com
1: that's right so do that <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for listening and we hope to hear from you hope to get some feedback hope to get some suggestions or harsh criticisms whatever you got bring it (laughs) (laughs) later heroes great week good hunting
0: its hosts and websites are not in any way affiliated with nc soft cryptic studios or city of heroes
1: all views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests
0: this podcast is released under creative commons attribution non-commercial share-alike license which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com
1: good hunting heroes